Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. Our topic today is forgiveness and specifically like granting forgiveness. We think that that's something that we, just Christian couples in general, mm-hmm. tend to be really bad at. Yeah. Or it's really easy to be bad at granting forgiveness. So we thought we'd talk about it here today. Yeah, it's much easier to run away from the problem, deny there is even a situation, you know, not dealing with it at all, or just hold it all in and like bust out with anger later because you never did forgive. So I just feel like in most cases, the tendency is not to quickly forgive, but rather let it boil up or I don't know. Yeah, or not just deal with it. You know, like um, not fully grant forgiveness. Yes, not, that's not true. Not completely drop it. Right, right. And so that's we want to talk about how do you, how do you really fully forgive? Completely drop the issue, cancel right. out the record of wrong, you know, burn the receipt. Yeah, and move forward. So we're gonna talk about some principles for granting that kind of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And before we do that, I just, I guess we wanted to just pause and say thanks for listening because yeah. um, <laughs> we just checked before we sat down to record. We're like, should we record another episode? Is anyone <laughs> listening? I don't know. And so we just checked to make sure that there was more than like my mom who listens to the podcast. <laughs> Uh, and, and mine. And sh- <laughs> we got the two moms. They're in. They're definitely in. And sure enough, uh, th- there was a lot of uh, reception this yeah. month. And yeah. so that was just really motivating for us to uh, to actually sit down and record this one and, and to really do our best to do a good job with these uh, because it, it turns out there's a lot of people who listen. And so thank you for doing that. Thanks yes. for your support. Thank you. Um, you know, you can share this with people and encourage others to listen. I do think mm-hmm. that that word spreads about the podcast just by mouth as you right. know, one couple will right. talk to another and that's great. And then also you can uh, just put a put a comment in or give us a uh, a rating on the podcast app. Yeah. Just that kind of stuff helps. Right, right. So definitely. Anyway, uh, let's talk about forgiveness. Okay. <laughs> and I guess just when it comes to principles for granting forgiveness, mm-hmm. the first one we want to bring up here is maybe don't wait, don't necessarily wait for them to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. It may very well be the case that your spouse doesn't actually ever ask for forgiveness for the particular thing that you need to forgive them for. Um, so you have to be willing to let it go even if they don't fully articulate a beautiful confession and appeal for forgiveness. Yeah, I mean, in a, in a perfect world, you know, anytime I'm wronged, that person has a sensitive spirit and heart and they think, oh, I did the wrong thing. I should go and apologize and I should, you know, confess my sin to her and I should make sure we're in a right relationship. But it doesn't always happen that way, even in a marriage setting. Sometimes the person, like, you know, your spouse, they may not even realize they've wronged you. You know, they're busy, caught up doing other things, or they didn't realize how their tone sounded, or they said they were going to do something, they didn't follow through with it, and actually you're upset about that, and they they totally forgot. I, I just think there's a lot of scenarios where your husband or your wife may not even realize that they've wronged you. And so... 
you you don't want to just sit around kind of arms crossed or quietly brooding or, you know, stomping around the house, whatever, and say, I am not going to have this forgiveness, attitude of forgiveness, spirit of forgiveness until they come, look me in the eyes and really just take all the blame upon themselves. Yeah. And this might be kind of a controversial point that we're trying to make here, um, because there are some passages in the Bible that say, you know, if your brother repents, then forgive him. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, well, if he doesn't repent, if he doesn't ask, mm-hmm. I shouldn't grant the forgiveness. And I think there's a sense in which forgiveness is a transaction where, you know, for the for the full transaction to take place, you ask me and I then grant it in return. Right. But I think you do have some passages that suggest we need to forgive, at least in our mind, in our heart, mm-hmm. between us and in our relationship with God. We need to forgive the person, whether they ask or not. You've yes. got a passage like this one in Mark chapter 11, verse 25. It says, whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone so that your father who is in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. And then you have uh, Stephen, the, just the testimony of Stephen when when he's being stoned to death. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. He just on, on his hands and knees is getting pelted with stones and he says, Father, forgive them of what they do. And or they, they know not what they do. And I, I, so I think you have this principle here that, you know, there are some instances where you just need to drop it in your own mind, in your own heart. Don't harbor bitterness. Don't hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Don't hold a grudge. But in your personal prayer life with God, just forgive them of that thing. Yeah. Now, if they come and ask you, you've got to grant it. And that's really what we want to spend the rest of our time talking about is doing a good job of actually granting that. I, I think we can be reluctant yeah. to grant forgiveness fully because of what it means. Mm-hmm. If you say, I forgive you, I think that what you're doing in that moment is making a promise, making a pledge to not bring it up anymore, mm-hmm. not think about it, not talk about it, <laughs> not let it stand between us yeah. to the best of your ability. Right. So as as much as possible, you you kind of do that when you grant forgiveness. Yeah, for sure. I think, <laughs> yeah, that's what forgiveness is, is letting it go, right? tearing up the receipt like you're talking about. And so it's hard to grant it because sometimes I want to, you know, kind of hold it longer and unfortunately either make you pay for it or I want to think about how unfair, you know, my life is or even just it, it ends up being where I can't really think about myself anymore. It's it's a selfless act to forgive. I've given yeah. up kind of my pity rights or my whatever, my demands of retribution rights. And instead, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to think about the wrong done against me anymore. I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm not going to bring it up. I'm not going to use it as leverage to get what I want or manipulate, you know. And so it's a, it's a self, it's it's like really self-forgetting in that sense too, where I'm not getting what I want anymore because I'm being faithful to do what God Mm -hmm. is calling me to do. Yeah. If if I start counting the number of times that you sin against me mm. and the, the number of times I now need to forgive you. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you mentioned that sense of justice and right. like um, it, it's not fair in some ways that I need to forgive you five times and you've only needed to forgive me once in the last mm. month, mm-hmm. wh- whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. like now it's five to one. Well, guess what? You're, you're right. not. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and it's like you owe me yeah. um, like, like four more 
before we're kind of even on this. Yeah. But that really goes against the biblical principle of forgiving your brother, not seven times, but 70 times, seven times. Like, right. um, indefinitely, yes. you, you forgive them. And uh, so, and, and I think what that involves is dropping it, not counting uh, the number of times, yes. and uh, just continuing to sacrificially love that person. Yeah, and so I think it's maybe good to say right now, you know, if you are still counting, if you are still hanging on to the item, of the, how the person wronged you, your spouse wronged you, it's probably an indication that you haven't forgiven, mm-hmm. right? I think if it comes up again in my mind as a weapon, as a tool, or as an itemized list of, and he also did this, and then last, you know, if all of a sudden now I am replaying the wrongs done against me, it's a very clear indication, at least for myself, oh, I have not forgiven. Mm-hmm. I might have said the words. I might have desired to forgive, but I have not actually released the debt against yeah. you. And so I, it's kind of a like a warning light on your car or whatever. <laughs> like, warning, warning, you know, you didn't forgive because you here you are just going replaying in your mind and you haven't let it go. Yeah. I like that. Did you, your car like makes the sound. It, warning, <laughs> warning, warning. It doesn't. In your mind no, it does. It yeah. does, but yeah. Yeah, but I yeah. think you bring up the difference between saying the words I forgive you. Yes. And yes. actually granting forgiveness. Right. There's a big difference there. Right. And you need to say the words, but that's <laughs> that doesn't mean it's over. You, you need to mm-hmm. actually grant forgiveness, which means dropping it, letting it go, not bringing it up anymore to the best of your ability, not thinking about it anymore. And um, that is difficult. So difficult. There's, there's a kid's book. Um, it's been a while since I read it yeah. to a kid. Yeah. But <laughs> I'll try to remember. And we don't have it in front of us, but... Um, <laughs> It's, uh, I can't even remember <laughs> what it's called. It's about it, filling up buckets or yeah. something. Have, yeah. you, have you filled a bucket today? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That, that's the Great. name. Great book. <laughs> the title. Great book. But um, there, there's an important relational principle that mm-hmm. that book does a good job of illustrating. Yeah. And that is that in, in a relationship between two people, you could almost envision two buckets of water. Yeah. And the whole point of the book is you need to go and like fill someone else's bucket today. And yeah. that like, what have you done to serve someone else? Right. What have you done to care for someone else? And that, you know, that's depicted with filling their bucket. So in a relationship, if, if I am always seeking to just in this marriage relationship, I'm always seeking to, um, fill your bucket Mm-hmm. Say nice things to you, do nice things for you, serve you, care, like sacrifice, just, love, yeah. cherish, yeah. Then, then your bucket, at least between me and you, it's it's full on yeah. a regular basis. And if I do something that doesn't actually fill your bucket, but actually takes some water out, you know, Ooh, my or, bucket's filled with chocolate, actually. Okay, so. that's the key. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Yes, my, you can fill mine with coffee. Please. Okay, coffee yeah. and chocolate. Yeah. Um, you know, so if I do something that doesn't fill your bucket, but actually does the opposite, yes. you know, I've sinned against you in some way, I've hurt you in some way. Well, there's still a lot in the bucket. Totally. It doesn't totally deplete what's there because I'm in the regular habit of serving you and caring for you. And so there's a lot of relational stability between yes. us. Yes. Um, so we thought that was a helpful illustration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not complete. I think just, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to say anything more about it before I criticize it. <laughs> I like the illustration. Okay. Yeah, good. because just put more coffee when the <laughs> when the 
bucket of is full because of the life you live with me and the way you treat me and the way you talk to me, whatever. It's it's so much easier for me to forgive you because mm-hmm. I have a a long-standing record, a full bucket of so much love and sacrifice and help and support. And so I know, I if I really think about it, I know there's going to be times where you, you know, take some of the water or the chocolate on my bag out and something's going to spill out as a result mm-hmm, of interactions mm-hmm. or decisions that are made or whatever. I know that because you're not a perfect man and I'm not a perfect woman. And so there's going to be clashing and sin that's involved in a relationship. But my bucket is like 99% full. I mean, it's, just, it's high. My bucket's really high. So if a little comes out, it's like, well, I know you're going to come back to filling it up again. And mm-hmm. I, I think you have the same with me. Yeah, I, absolutely. I have that track record. I have that history between us where I've put a lot of things into your bucket. And so it's, it's full. And, and sometimes I'm going to unfortunately take some out. Yeah. And there's a lot of relational strength, I think, between us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, praise God. Thank God for that. Yeah. Um, and that takes time to build that, yes. that kind of trust and rapport and that kind of back and forth. <laughs> like I've been oh. filling your bucket for years. You've been yes. filling my bucket for years. So there's just a lot of giving the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. giving grace, you know, assuming the the best. Yep. Um, Looking and, past some and, small instances of you know exactly things, things that bother us. And so I think we need to strive to get there in our relationships where there's just a lot of trust between us, and it takes time and a lot of service mm-hmm. and a lot of you know uh, faithfulness. Yeah. To do that. Right. Um, and then you're in a position where it's much easier to forgive. Yes. You know. Yeah. And, and so just to connect that back to forgiveness. Um, the problem, yeah. oh, and I was also oh, going to say, tear it down, babe. No, <laughs> yeah, I will. There's one problem with it and you probably already know what it is, but I was also going to just say, um, you talk about filling my bucket with coffee. That is just, just for, you know, you listeners just to be aware. I have this chair in our family room and in the mornings <laughs> we wake up and we come downstairs, we make coffee yes. and we sit, I sit in my chair, we drink coffee, and we listen to the Bible together and Usually, if, you know, if Bethany stands up at any point mm-hmm. during that morning oh, yeah. routine, I'll just hold my mug up, <laughs> my coffee mug. <laughs> you don't even say anything. I'll just hold it up. Just and waiting. it's like, fill my bucket. Fill, fill it up. <laughs> and mind you, I'm not the morning person. No. I'm not the one that's real active or yeah. moving around or even speaking much no, at that time. No. But I still, I right. fill your literal that's cup That's probably up. why I don't say, can you fill my coffee? Because I, I don't want to get the death stare. Oh. <laughs> I just hold it and look the other way, you know? Just please, uh, just, please take this. If you could, Don't fight sweetie. me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the, the big problem with this illustration, I think, is um, while, while it demonstrates a good biblical principle of relational currency, I think just this mutual trust and like yeah. building that, the problem is when it comes to forgiveness, the Bible demands that you forgive whether mm-hmm. your bucket's full or not. Right. <laughs> the Bible demands that even if your brother sins against you 449 times, that you're ready to forgive them again. Yes. And again and again. Um, and not if they've served you a lot before that or done a lot to, to care for you before that. The principle is you as a Christian have been forgiven of an insurmountable debt. Uh, or wait... Instrument, did I say yeah, that right? Insurmountable, sure. yeah. Okay. Giant. A, a, a big. So much. Really, really big <laughs> Tons. debt that uh, you then need to be able to forgive others. Right. Uh, and that's a much smaller scale 
sort of thing to grant forgiveness to other people, even if your bucket's empty. Yeah. And I think in the case when, you know, if you're in a marriage where your spouse isn't really at a time, either a season where they're not really filling your bucket or uh, I don't know, whatever, maybe they never have because they're an unbeliever. It's a struggle. I, I think that's where for me in those relationships that I have, not, not in my marriage, but outside of my marriage, when I have those relationships, is that I really have to think, am I going to obey God's word in this instance and forgive? Or am I going to obey my feelings and my desires? Because often when someone who hasn't really filled my bucket wrongs me, it's much harder for me to forgive. Mm-hmm. And I instead of going with how I would feel or what I would think would be right, retribution, revenge, anger, you know, staying away from them, uh, you know, silent treatment, whatever it might be. I have to really look at God's word and say, am I going to commit to obeying his, his will for my life? It's laid out in the Bible. That is. And one of those things is to forgive others, Mm -hmm. to be a forgiving person. Mm -hmm. And so I have to choose that obedience to God's word rather than obedience to how I might feel or the struggle and the anger or the frustration that may come if I'm wronged. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so I think it's a good kind of visual, mm-hmm. um, and it is helpful just to even put yourself in a position to uh, successfully have that transaction of forgiveness in your marriage mm-hmm. by being the spouse who's going above and beyond right. to serve, to care for. Sacrifice. Um, because you know you're going to need to ask for forgiveness at some point. Right. Um and you do need to ask, and that's another episode, you know, um, you know, don't let a year go by right. without asking for forgiveness, for, for, you know, if you've done something, just, you got to deal with that. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Thanks. I guess that's it. Yeah. Thanks I, so much for listening. And, you know, thanks for, uh, you know, uh, liking and um, sharing the podcast, like we said at the beginning, you know, if you want to complete a review or uh, give us a star rating. That'd be helpful. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks again, guys. All All right. right. See ya. Bye. Like really ready for this. (laughs) Y'all ready for this? (laughs) Space Jam. Is that Space Jam? That's, well... No, that's not. That's like no. the old 80s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's what came into my mind. Okay. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad you did that. <laughs> it felt like the right thing to do. <laughs> I was pumping myself up. All right. Are you pumped? Are you ready? I feel really pumped. All right. Yeah. All right, oh, good. Oh, wait. Hold on. Don't start. <laughs> I'm going to laugh. Hey, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you did that in a funny way. You were being funny. That's your fault. You went. I just took a breath. And then you stared at me waiting. (laughs) Okay. That was good. All right. Hem.